4: No purchase necessary. VGW report void. We're prohibited by loss.
1: See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Why did Daddy switch to Postum? Your father says there's no caffeine in Postum. Nothing to spoil your sleep. And your father knows best.
5: Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as father. A half hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons. Brought to you by Instant Postum, the good tasting drink that's entirely caffeine free, and by Post's 40% Brand Plates, America's largest selling brand plate. One of the truly important milestones in the happy young life of 18 year old Betty Anderson was the glorious day when she was first allowed to drive the family car. And it's still an occasion when she takes the wheel of the not new, but still shiny and carefully kept four-door sedan. So let's watch this afternoon as Betty and Brother Bud pull into the driveway of the white frame house on Maple Street and prepare the return father's treasured car to the shelter of the garage, like this.
1: You better get out here, bud.
5: We're not in the garage yet.
1: Get out. If you open the car door in the garage, it might bump the workbench and scratch the paint.
3: Holy cow.
1: Well, I'm responsible for the car when I have it. And you know how touchy father is about the tiniest little mark on it.
3: Okay, okay, I'm out. Go ahead.
1: How am I on that side?
3: You got all kinds of room on this side.
1: Your motor scooter out of the way? Yeah, You tell me if I'm going to hit anything.
3: I'll watch on this side.
1: Darn narrow garage.
3: Well, go ahead. What are you looking through the back window for? You're going frontwards.
1: I thought I saw Janie Liggett across the street.
3: Put the car in the garage.
1: I am, I am. Am I all right over there?
3: Don't look over here. I'm watching. All you have to do is... (laughs) Hey, all... (laughs)
4: <laughs> what happened?
3: Great, you plowed up the front fender. Why didn't you look over there and sit over, over here where I was?
1: I thought I had plenty of room. Is it bad?
3: You just gouged all the paint off the side of the fender, that's all. Let's see. Ouch, you're squeezing me against the wall. <laughs> Oh, creepers! Father's gonna blow his top. What a dumb thing! Drive right into the side of the garage. I didn't do it on purpose. What
1: you doing out here? All
3: right, hit the road, shrimp.
1: Oh, <gasps> you wrecked Daddy's car! I didn't wreck it. Daddy's gonna be sore. Don't you dare say anything. If you do, I'll take you apart. He's going to see it anyway. Not right away he isn't. And you let me tell him. Okay. What a dumb
4: driver. (laughs) Gee,
1: how am I going to tell Father?
3: Just go in and tell him. He always says come right out and tell the truth.
1: But I don't dare. Tonight's the dance at the sorority. Don Courtney's coming over from Brookdale. And I was going to ask Father for the car. Oh, that's peachy. What do you think you'll say if I tell him? You think he will scream?
3: Yeah, but not as loud as he will if you don't tell him and he comes out and sees it.
1: Oh, why did it have to happen now of all time? Don't
3: tear your hair out. Go tell him.
1: How can I ask him for the car tonight after I tell him I mangled the fender?
3: Just ask him. Oh, sure. A lot you care. Want me to tell him? No. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah.
1: Never mind. You keep out of it. I've got to think.
3: You're in trouble already.
1: This is going to take strategy. First of all, I've got to get Father in a good mood, so if he does see the fender before tonight, he won't be so mad. And secondly, I've got to be sure he doesn't see it.
3: If he doesn't see it, why get him in a good mood? Yes, but he might. But what if he doesn't? What if he does? Holy cow. Women drivers getting more darn trouble.
5: Mother! Mother? Mother? He's upstairs, princess. Oh. Mother? What is it, Betty? Where's Father?
4: (laughs) Betty?
1: Oh, he's in the den. I found him, Mother. I didn't know that was you in there, Father.
5: Well, I don't blame you for not recognizing me. I've only been around here for the last 20 years or so.
1: (laughs) Father?
5: Me? Nothing. Why?
1: You look so young and handsome today.
5: <laughs> I do? Well, thank you, Princess. Uh, did you put the car in the garage when you and Bud came back from downtown?
1: Uh, yes, it's in the garage.
5: Well, that's all right. I can get it out again. Get it out? Well, I'd run over and see Ed Miller.
1: Oh, what so for?
5: little business matter. Toss me my coat there, will you, Princess?
1: You mustn't go out this afternoon, Father. Why not? Well, Saturday afternoon, you've worked hard all week. You have to have one day of rest.
4: Yes, but...
1: You're driving yourself, Father. All you do is work, work, work. It's beginning to show on you. You're looking tired. You're getting lines in your face.
5: Well, it must have come on all of a sudden. (laughs) You just said I look so young and handsome.
1: Well, you do. That's why I don't want you to get yourself all worn out and tired. It's a long, hard drive over to the millers.
5: Mm-hmm. It's a perilous eight or nine blocks.
1: Oh, well, but the traffic is heavy and the streets are slippery. It's awfully cold out. You'd have to get all bundled up and everything.
5: All right. I suppose it can wait till Monday. Uh, why this sudden concern for my health and comfort?
1: <laughs> well, I just feel it would be so much safer if you stayed in the house this afternoon. Are you comfortable there, Father?
5: Yes, reasonably so.
1: Here, let me put a pillow behind your head. There, isn't that better?
5: Yes, but... Uh...
1: Now lift your feet up and I'll move the footstool over. There. Isn't that comfy?
5: Well, it's fine, but uh, what have I done to deserve all this?
1: It's just because I think you're so wonderful, that's all. Oh? Would you like me to stroke your forehead?
5: No, thank you, Princess. To tell you the truth, I was fairly comfortable to begin with. You in here, Daddy? Just yes, kidding, generally speaking.
1: Uh, Kathy, I think I heard Mother calling you. She's upstairs, and I was just up there. I know a secret. I'm out
4: of Go <laughs> <laughs> well on now. Go
1: someplace else. Father's trying to rest.
5: I was just sitting here reading. What are you girls up to?
1: I'm not up to anything. You little worm. Uh, Kathy's baby... Let's you and I go in the living room Father is so tired He doesn't look tired to me
4: Come on,
1: dear Now, don't you move, Father If there's anything you want, you just call me
5: Well, be sure to come back and take my temperature later I may be fading fast
1: What's going on me? Go in the living room, you little imp What did I do? Nothing, but I know what you wanted to do if you tell father about that fender, I'll steal you, so help me.
4: Daddy, help! Shh, be quiet.
1: What's the trouble, kitten? Nothing, father. She's all right. I think I'll go in and tell daddy. Kathleen Anderson. Can I wear your red pump? Oh, all right, but you stay away from the dam. I'll go in the dining room. You can bring me some milk and cookies. That I will not do. Daddy! Go in the dining room. I'll get the cookies. Oh,
5: boy,
4: this is living.
0: Oh,
1: creepers.
0: Dear, are you in the den? Yes, I'm here. I need some things from the market. Could you drive down for me?
5: Drive?
0: Mother, don't make him go. I'll get whatever you need.
5: Bless you, princess.
0: Betty, isn't tonight the night of your sorority dance? Yes, it's tonight. Why shouldn't you be getting things together? Well, there's something I have to ask Father first. Well, your father can drive down to the no, store. No, no. Hey,
1: Betty, cookie. Just a minute.
0: Hi, sis. Have
1: you told him yet? Told him what? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, somebody has to go to the store.
5: I'll go, honey. Where's the list?
1: No, Father. That's not fair. Poor Father works all week, and then on Saturday, his one day of rest, everybody drags him out. Look how tired he is. How bent and worn. <laughs>
5: Oh, wait, I'm the young, handsome one, remember?
1: (laughs) Bud will go to the store on his motor scooter, won't you, Bud?
5: Who, me?
4: Betty!
1: I'm waiting! Just a second! What's
5: gotten into this family all of a sudden? Something strange going on.
1: Oh, it must be your imagination, Father. Now you go back in the den and sit down and we'll take care of everything. Just don't worry about a thing.
5: All right. Let's make up our minds what we're going to do, that's all.
1: Or come in the other room,
3: please.
4: Fanny!
3: What about me? Get Kathy some cookies and milk. Holy cow. You'd think I was the butler or something.
4: Come
1: on, Daddy, Mother. What's the matter? Shh. I'm in a terrible mess. I've got to tell somebody. What happened? Oh, when Bud and I came back from downtown, I banged up the fender of Father's car driving into the garage. Oh. So that's it. It was an accident. I couldn't help it. But the worst part of it is I planned to ask him if I could use the car tonight. I simply have to have it. You know what he'll say if he finds out I bent that fender. Well, why do you have to have the car? Two weeks ago, I wrote to Don Courtney up in Brookdale and invited him to the dance. And he's coming
0: in on the train this evening, and he won't have a car. I don't know what to do. Well, now, it's not as bad as you think. What you should have done in the very beginning was to go to your father and simply explain to him what happened. But you know how he treasures that car. If there's even a speck of dust on it, he's fit to be tied. Look, it's just a fender. It can be fixed. Now, go in and tell him exactly what happened. He'll understand. Do you think he will? certainly. Then tell him you'd like to use the car tonight and that you'll be very careful, and that's all there'll be to it. Well, you come in with me. (laughs) All right. We'll beard the lion in his den. Are you in there, dear?
5: Yes, I'm still here. What's up now?
0: Well, um, I have something to tell you, Father.
5: Will you forgive me if I say that this does not come to me as a surprise?
0: (laughs) She told me all about it, and I can understand why she hesitated to tell you.
5: You think I made a practice of beating this family every morning before breakfast. What is this unspeakable crime you've committed?
4: Well... Look,
5: so you ruined a new dress. So you spilled nail polish on the dining room table. So you set the house on fire. What's the difference? Now, what have you done?
1: I bent the fender on the car.
4: Oh, no!
5: <laughs> now, dear, it's nothing serious. Well, I've been so careful. There's never been a mark on it.
1: I'm sorry, Father. That's why I was afraid to tell you. Uh,
5: well, how did it happen?
1: Going into the garage, I misjudged. I'm mortified, Father, simply mortified.
5: Well, if it's done, it's done.
0: I'll pay for it out of my allowance.
5: No, that won't be necessary.
0: What was worrying her, too, she wanted to use the car tonight. Could I, Father?
5: I don't see any reason why not. You still have three fenders to go. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on tonight?
1: It's our big sorority dance, and I wrote to Don Courtney in Brookdale a couple of weeks ago and invited him. And he'll have to come in tonight on the train, and he won't have a car. Well, you can see how important it is. All
5: right, you're forgiven. Take the car.
1: Oh, you're the sweetest, dearest,
0: most generous and understanding father in the world. I told you, Betty. You should have explained it right at the beginning.
5: Yes, that's something I want to talk to you about, young lady.
0: Yes, father?
5: All this beating around the bush, putting pillows under my head. <laughs> telling me I look so young and handsome.
1: I'm sorry.
5: Oh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't honest. Remember, I've always told you children that no matter what happens, no matter what you do, don't try to hide it. Come right out, say what you've done, and take the consequences.
0: It's so much easier that way.
5: I don't know why it is, but it seems to be more difficult for women to be direct about such things than for men.
0: Oh. Do you think so, dear?
5: It's just the nature of the female to avoid a direct, simple solution. Now, if a man makes a mistake, he's generally willing to come right out and make a clean breast of it. Get it over with. But women, is just different somehow.
0: Oh, I agree with you, Father. I don't agree with you.
4: <laughs> Why
5: not?
0: I don't need the car tonight.
4: <laughs> well, now that's what
5: I mean right there, Margaret. Most women do not like to face hard, cold facts.
0: Mm. I don't know about the facts, but uh, I've got to go out and face a hard, cold stove and get dinner started. Oh, would you excuse me, Father?
1: Don's train will be in in a couple of hours, and I've got a million things to do. Go ahead,
5: Princess.
0: My, I've never seen Betty so upset.
5: Well, it's worth a bent fender if she's learned a lesson. After this, she'll know that it's always better to lay the problem right on the table and be done with it.
0: I didn't know she'd written to Don Courtney inviting him to this dance, did you?
5: Sure, she gave me the letter to mail a couple of weeks ago. I put it in my pocket. In fact, here it is right here.
4: Right here! Jim!
5: I must have forgotten to mail it. How
0: could I? Yes, how could you? Oh. Oh.
5: Tim,
4: what are you going to do?
5: I don't know. But don't tell Betty. <laughs> when it comes to facing facts, let's listen a moment to our friend, Ed Prentice. He has a fact he'd like us to face.
2: Friends, that fact is simply this. If you aren't getting the good, sound sleep you need nights because of the caffeine in coffee or tea, there is something you can and should do about it. Just isn't fair to your friends and family, or yourself, to be snappish on edge from lack of sleep. And doing something about it can be as easy as P-O-S-T-U-M. Try a simple, easy switch to Postum. Instant Postum. And see if it isn't the answer for you as it has been for millions. And the reason is simple. Postum contains no caffeine, not a smidgen. And as you know, caffeine is a drug, a nerve stimulant that causes some folks sleepless nights, jittery nerves. Of course, the caffeine in coffee or tea doesn't affect everyone. Many can handle it. But I'm talking about you. If it troubles you, then take my advice. Switch to Postum. Caffeine-free Postum. See if it doesn't bring you the deep-down peaceful sleep you deserve. Oh, and here's a plus you homemakers will appreciate. Instant Postum costs only about one-third as much as coffee, cup for cup. Get a jar tomorrow.
5: To sit back and tell somebody else to always face the facts, bring everything out into the open, be direct? Well, the head of the Anderson family delivered quite a speech on the subject to daughter Betty. But now the shoe, as the saying goes, is on the other foot. How does it feel? It pinches, like this. But Margaret, I can't go to Betty and tell her I forgot to mail her letter.
0: I'm only quoting you, dear. A minute ago, when it was the bent fender on the car, you took a very firm stand in the matter.
5: Well, that's different.
0: Oh, yes, sure.
5: Here the poor kid is planning on this dance tonight, expecting the boy to arrive on the train. Could I go and tell her that the boy didn't even get the invitation?
0: Yes, you could.
5: What would she think of me?
0: Not much, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the only way. You said so yourself.
5: Well, I don't always have to be right about everything, you know.
0: Well, somebody has to do something. She's upstairs dressing.
5: I know. I'll put in a long-distance call to Brookdale. Get this boy on the phone. What's his name?
0: Don Courtney.
5: What are his parents' initials?
0: Uh, C E, I think.
5: Hello, operator. I want to put through a long-distance call to the residence of Mr. C.E. Courtney in Brookdale. No, I haven't the number. Thank you very much. Uh, she's going to call back when she gets the number.
0: Well, I have to start dinner.
5: You can understand my position in this,
0: can't you, honey? If you want to talk to me, dear, you'll have to come out in the kitchen.
5: Betty would never forgive me if she found out I didn't mail that letter.
0: You want mashed or baked potatoes tonight? Mashed. You can peel them for me, hmm?
5: Baked will be all right.
4: (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna tell Daddy. Go ahead.
1: I'm gonna, I'm not kidding. Well, go on.
0: Dear, if you can spare a minute from your own problems, I think you'd better explain to your small daughter the meaning of the word blackmail.
5: It started out to be such a quiet Saturday afternoon. Daddy,
1: did Betty tell you what happened to the car?
5: Yes, she did, kitten.
1: Well,
4: that's the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
5: Kathy, honey, it's very wrong when you know something that a person has done to say you're going to tell on him if he doesn't do what you want him to do.
1: Come again, Daddy.
5: Well, kitten, what you were doing to Betty, that's against the law. It's called blackmail.
1: It is?
5: You must never use what you know about a person to make them do something for you.
1: Just always tell the truth.
5: That's right.
4: Okay, Daddy. Where are you going? I gotta tell Betty you forgot to mail her letter. What? <laughs> you said to tell the truth. Yes,
5: I know. But you see, kitten, there's sort of a uh, difference.
4: Uh,
0: this that should is... be an interesting explanation. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well,
5: the point is, kitten, when you know some little thing that a person has done, you you don't go and tell about it.
1: If it's the truth, why don't you tell it?
5: Oh. Well, there's your call, dear.
1: That's probably for me. I'll get uh, no, no Never
5: mind, princess. It's for me. I've got it.
1: I can take it in the day. I have it here in the kitchen. Don't pick it up.
5: Hello. Oh. Yes, he's here, Joe. But... What? Telephone.
0: Coming. Jim, if they get the call through to the boy, what are you going to tell
5: him? Well, I'll tell him to borrow a car or something and get over here.
0: Thanks, Dad.
5: Hello?
3: Oh, hi, Joe. Oh, not much. My sister wrecked my dad's car this afternoon. Bud, you're going to get arrested. Kathy, please.
1: That's Black Mule. (laughs) Black
5: Mule. (laughs) Kitten, uh, run in the other room and uh, play
1: okay but he's gonna
5: be in trouble yeah pretty bad
3: joe smashed up the front end i was lucky i got out okay <laughs>
5: bud stop exaggerating
3: yeah kind of a head-on collision
5: <laughs> with a garage bud you can call him back later i'm expecting a call
3: i gotta hang up, joe so long you can have the phone now dad
0: Jim, it's awfully late. Even if you get in touch with Don, would he be able to drive over in time? Oh, yes.
5: He could make it by 9 o'clock. I'll get it, Father. No, it's for me, Princess. I'm right here. Hello? Are you sure? Well, thank you very much. Well? There's no answer at the Courtney's.
0: You'll just have to tell her, that's all.
1: Who called, Father?
5: Uh, the operator. I- I'd put in a call, but there was no answer.
1: How do you like my dress? Does the skirt look long enough, Mother?
0: Yes, it's lovely, dear.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see Don in his tuxedo. You've met Don, Father. You know, the dark-haired boy with the big brown eyes.
2: Oh, yes, I... Uh... Dance
1: is like a dream. Fasten my necklace in the back, will you, Father?
5: Yeah. Well, it's a little hard to, to, to fasten.
1: What are you so nervous about?
5: I'm not nervous, Princess. It's just that... Uh...
1: Thank you, Father. Am I beautiful? Tell me I'm beautiful.
5: You are beautiful.
1: Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be the most heavenly evening. I just know it is.
4: Well, uh,
5: Princess...
1: Can you think of anything more exciting? Going to the train, Don coming down the steps, and I'll be waiting there for him. Oh, I've never been so happy. Never. Uh,
5: Princess, are there any other boys? I mean, uh, somebody you could go with uh, in case?
1: In case what, Father?
5: Well, in case the train broke down. (laughs)
1: Oh, the train from Brookdale has never broken down.
5: I know, but uh, there have been some pretty heavy snows. Could be snowing up the line tonight. Big drifts, you know.
1: Father, the stars are shining. It hasn't snowed in days. What time is it now?
0: A little after seven.
1: I'd better leave in about ten minutes. Train might be early.
0: Betty. Back in a
1: minute, Father. i got to find my gloves.
0: Dear, somebody has to tell her.
5: I tried, Margaret, but seeing her so happy, her eyes shining, I, I just couldn't do it.
0: Oh, we can't let her go to the depot.
5: If I'd only come right out and told her in the beginning.
1: Mother, can I wear some of your French perfume? Just a little.
0: Yes, it's all right. Uh, I guess I can't put it off any longer. You have all my sympathy, dear. What are you waiting for?
5: I don't know. Just the chance maybe the ceiling might fall on me. (laughs) Lightning strike. (laughs) I guess I can't count on that. Oh, uh... Princess.
1: I have the keys to the car. What's wrong?
5: I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but uh, I make mistakes like anybody else, you know.
1: Well, that's human, isn't it?
5: Yes, but I think I've made one that's slightly worse than human. <laughs> you know, I forget things sometimes.
1: Don't we all?
5: I suppose, but Uh, remember this afternoon I made quite a point of explaining to you the importance of being honest and open and above board about mistakes and problems.
1: Yes. I hate to hurry you, Father, but I should leave for the depot.
5: I'd only heeded the advice I gave you.
1: Father, what's the problem?
5: There's no need for you to go to the depot. Don won't be there. Why not? The letter you gave me, to mail to Don, he uh, didn't get it.
0: What happened to it?
5: Nothing. It's in my pocket. I, uh, forgot to mail it.
1: Oh, Father. Poor dear Father. Don't look so sad. I forgive you. You do? You're <laughs> sweet. Oh, but I have to hurry. I'll be late for Don's train. But, dear, if he didn't receive the letter, how could he... Follow? Oh, he was in town last week and rearranged the whole thing. Goodbye, Father.
4: Goodbye, Mother. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what happened?
0: She went that way. One minute I'm
5: dying, and the next minute, poof, she's on her way. Everything's fine. I worried all afternoon for nothing.
0: Not for nothing, dear. I think you learned a little something.
5: Yes, you're right. At least I hope I learned it. I never want to go through that course again.
3: goodness sake, eat Post-Brand Flakes. So
4: good and so good for you.
5: I hope that you ladies will remember that little Post-Brand Flakes melody whenever you go shopping. Because Post-40% Brand Flakes actually are good and so good for you. You know, something wonderful has happened to Brand. Yes, Post-40% Brand Flakes now give you a marvelous new magic oven flavor... A tempting, crisper texture that's simply delicious. So, when you serve Post Brand Flakes, you give the family those important keep-regular benefits of brand in a cereal that they'll really enjoy. When you go shopping this weekend, be sure to buy Post 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest selling brand flakes. Find out why so many people say Post Brand Flakes are so good. And so good for you. Well, it was a stormy day at the White Frame House on Maple Street. Misunderstandings, mistakes, black mule. But the skies are clear tonight, and as the clock in the church tower nears midnight, Jim and Margaret are almost asleep like this. (laughs) Eh, we're funny Are we? You know, something happens like today And we think we've learned something Think we'll never try to hide anything again I don't know
0: Don't know what, dear?
5: We're human Betty'll forget Next time she breaks something or loses something They'll be the same beating around the bush
0: You think so? Sure I don't know You haven't been right about anything yet today
5: well, I'm right on this. You'll see.
0: I guess that's Betty coming in the driveway. Is the garage door open?
4: Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: you better go to the window, see what happened.
4: Oh. Oh. Father! Father! Yes!
0: get back in bed, dear. You can sleep now. That gives you a perfect score for the day. Night. Good night.
5: (laughs) Join us again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Until then, good night and good luck. From the makers of Post 40% brand Flakes, America's largest selling brand flakes, and Instant Postum, the drink that's entirely caffeine-free. In our cast were Rhoda Williams as Betty, Dorothy Lovett, Ted Donaldson, and Helen Strohm. It's the best hot cereal you ever ate. Post Wheat Meal, the best hot cereal anybody ever ate. Rich and delicious with a nut-like flavor you'll never want to miss. And Hot Post Wheat Meal is so good for you. Packed full of solid whole wheat nourishment. Especially good for children. Post-wheat meal takes just three minutes to cook. Get the big family economy size with a picture of Roy Rogers on the package. Post-wheat meal. The best hot cereal you ever ate. Highway accidents can happen so quickly in just a moment of carelessness. And they can happen to you. So be careful. Know the traffic laws thoroughly and obey them. The life you save... Maybe your own. Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West. This is Bill Foreman speaking.
4: Tonight, play Truth or Consequences on NBC.